This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time to lock on to your favorite college and NFL prospects powered by the brand that you come to know and trust, Destination Debbie. Welcome to the Elite Seekers Fantasy Football Podcast. Now introducing our host, the creator of the Elite Seekers Podcast. He goes by the name of Ben Eby. You can find him on Twitter at Mr. Underscore EBY. Get ready to take flight. We locked on, ladies and gentlemen. Smash that subscribe button. Let's get them trophies brought back to the hotel. Here we go. What's up, Elite Seekers? Here we are, episode 11. We're midway through February, and we are going to get back to the Elite Region series that we've already been rocking with. This is episode number three of that series called That Desert Life. We're going to go ahead and cover players with elite traits or ones that we think can succeed at the next level from Arizona, Nevada, and New Mexico. As we pick and choose prospects who are 2023 or 2024 NFL draft eligible, I'll tell you who I think will wear the crown when it's time for them to make the jump to the pros. This region is sure to bring some heat, and we aren't just talking about the desert sunshine. The top overall underclassman running back in the nation is from this region, and we'll talk about which state can call him their own. So we're going to go ahead and kick this thing off with quarterbacks as we usually do. Up first is 2023 eligible Chubba Purdy. You might have heard that last name before. Chubba is a six foot two. 210-pound quarterback out of Queen Creek, Arizona. He just finished up his freshman season for the Florida State Seminoles. He appeared in three games this year that included one start, and he went 27 out of 53 for 219 yards, two touchdowns, while adding another 57 yards on the ground with 19 carries. Chubba's season ended early as he needed to get surgery on his collarbone, had some inflammation in there, but he should be 100% come this spring quarterback competition. Chubba was a four-star recruit, according to 24-7 Sports, and is the brother of Iowa State quarterback Brock Purdy. Originally, Chubba was committed to Louisville, but after a last-minute offer and visit from Florida State, he and his family decided the opportunity was best heading to play for the Seminoles. Kind of a crazy story. You listen to it. He was headed there on the weekend, ended up having a bunch of flight delays, didn't have much time at Florida State, and they weren't even on the radar, but ended up choosing them anyway, and and I think it's, it's a good move for him. In two seasons as a high school starter, Chubba was responsible for over 9,000 yards of total offense and 111 touchdowns. He was named the Offensive Player of the Year by the Arizona Cardinals for that state. As a player, Chubba also is a highlight reel waiting to happen. He can just make anything happen with his elite arm strength, but he also has the wheels to consistently rip off big runs 
as he's a plus-plus athlete at the quarterback position. He will need to continue to develop and improve his throwing motion to truly reach any potential that he has, but all the tools are there. If he does improve that throwing motion, I fully expect him to raise the bar as far as accuracy and just overall timing with his receivers. That's the biggest areas that you know you kind of notice as an issue with him. It's something that's fixable, though, so that's the hope. His film will tell you that he leaves it all on the field every single play, and he is an ultra competitor. I I really compare him to Caleb Williams in that sense. You just kind of notice it on the field when you're checking out the film. His teammates definitely feed off of this, and he gives his team an edge You know, whenever he's on the field that way. So that's big. You got to have that to be elite. Chubb will have every opportunity to start in 2021, but he will need to win this quarterback competition to do so. With former FSU starter James Blackman transferring to Arkansas State just recently, Chubb was going to compete with the three other quarterbacks in the room. Mackenzie Milton just transferred in from UCF after not having played since 2018 due to a severe right knee injury. He's 23 years old, but he did start three years at Central Florida. Jordan Travis, who they saw quite a bit of, uh, started some games last year and ended up breaking former Heisman winning quarterback, national champion, and NBA first-round pick Charlie Ward's quarterback rushing record in only seven and a half games. And then we saw fellow freshman Tate Rotomaker, who started a couple games himself. So there's definitely a lot of guys there that are going to be going after this job. If Chubba cannot separate from the pack and win the job, though, this year, I'm not going to pay much more attention going forward as it's going to be really, really murky. I just don't see those other guys as having any elite traits. It could be solid. But that worries me if you can't be guys that don't have any elite traits at all. And we'll see. You know, hopefully he can bring Florida State back to respectability with his competitive attitude and, and skill set on the field. Next up, I want to talk to you about 2024 eligible Ty Thompson. He's a six foot four, 215 pound quarterback out of Gilbert, Arizona. He'll be heading to the Oregon Ducks and he'll be behind current starter and Arizona native Tyler Shuck. Thompson will be able to ease into the system and has the talent to eventually take over for Shuck if he continues to be inconsistent with the projected to be top five program in Oregon, according to ESPN's projection model. Ty Thompson is a big quarterback who looks bigger than a lot of NFL quarterbacks already. He has an absolute cannon for an arm and definitely looks the part. He already knows how to put extreme touch on the ball with seemingly no effort at all, leading to consistency on the intermediate and deep routes. This is going to come in handy big time with Micah Pittman, as well as fellow incoming freshman Troy Franklin, Dante Thornton, and Seven McGee joining him. I do expect to see Thompson on the field at some point before midseason, and wouldn't be surprised at all to hear rumblings in spring ball depending how he performs. I believe his ceiling is higher than Shucks. And with Oregon being rated this high this early on, their goal has to be to win their third straight Pac-12 championship, as well as make the college football playoff. It's also quite possible that for the same reason, and so many other returning starters, Shuck holds the job, steps up, and allows the youngster to develop. Either way, it's going to be a bright future. And they got a good one in Ty Thompson. This guy is going to be special. I fully expect the Oregon Ducks to unleash that with the other freshman that he signed with.
As an honorable mention, I have to talk about 2023 quarterback Micah Bowens out of powerhouse Bishop Gorman in Nevada. He didn't make the cut for me as the top two, but he's one to keep an eye on as well. We just got some news that he transferred after his freshman year to Oklahoma from Penn State and became only their third scholarship quarterback with Spencer Rattler there and now 2024 eligible Caleb Williams. So let's stay tuned and see how this one develops. But I had to mention the guy, Micah Bowens out of powerhouse, Bishop Gorman. Now, who do I pick for the top quarterback when it's said and done out of the desert area? That one's easy for me. I got to go with Ty Thompson. I just think the, the trajectory of where Oregon's going compared to Florida State. I know Purdy has an older brother that's doing well. But Thompson is loaded with weapons. Troy Franklin's one of my favorites. I already told you guys what I thought about Seven McGee and Thornton. They're just they're ready. So if if Thompson wins a job early on, then we're we're talking about a potential superstar. If he doesn't win that job early on, I still think he has a great career trajectory and could be a guy with a path to a first round pick down the road. But let's let's take our time. For me, Ty Thompson, the best quarterback when it's all said and done out of the desert area. That's Arizona, Nevada, New Mexico. And this one's going to be easy. I feel like I can't even talk about anybody else. This one is for the running backs. This one is all about 2023 draft eligible Bajan Robinson. He's the only running back we're talking about here, only one. And that's because he is a star in the making. Robinson is out of Tucson, Arizona and coming off a big time freshman season for the University of Texas at six foot and 222 pounds already, having just turned 19 years old only two weeks ago. Robinson is going to be a nightmare for defenses. Once new Texas coach Steve Sarkeesian gets his hands on him. Sark is coming off an incredible stint with Alabama as their offensive coordinator while helping to lead Bama to the national championship this year. His hire should help Robinson's NFL stock just absolutely skyrocket, as they're saying, to the moon. As it did with most recent five-star stud running back Najee Harris, who should be the first running back off the board in the upcoming 2021 NFL draft. Sark is a big-time, big-time believer in running the offense through his running back and he'll be sure to get him involved however possible. This means a big-time uptick in running back targets that should head Robinson's way. I can't wait to see what's in store for Texas in 2021, but I can tell you this. Bajan Robinson is going to make his home state of Arizona more than proud. He is by far my guy that will be wearing the crown from these desert states at the end of the day. It's no question. Nobody else. Don't even talk to me about it if you got another answer. Let's jump right into wide receivers now as this one gets a little bit more spicy. 2023 draft eligible Brendan Rice. He is a six foot three, 205 pound wide receiver out of Chandler, Arizona. He was a four star recruit. Brendan is the son of Hall of Famer and all time NFL receptions, receiving yards, receiving touchdowns leader. Jerry Rice, Brennan's brother, Quaylen Cunningham, played defensive end for Texas A&M as well. Brendan had a, a solid start, man. Just coming off his freshman season in four games this year, Brendan showed us his big playability, making six receptions for 120 yards, two touchdowns, 
He also became the first Colorado player to have a receiving touchdown and a punt return touchdown during the same game in 25 years. He looks like a grown man on the field and not someone who's a true freshman. Dad was out there giving some tips. Absolutely. He has great speed and can use it either to take to the top off the defense or turn a short pass into a house call. When watching his tape, he's a bully, man. He uses his strength to out-physical smaller DBs while consistently making contested catches away from the body with really strong hands. While watching some film, though, I did notice quite a few drops during some camp one-on-one drills, which absolutely surprised me when comparing his to his game tape. I just didn't see that much in games. Doesn't seem to be an issue, but certainly something to monitor. He's not an extremely fluid player, but he's very, very effective in short yardage catch situations on one cutting the defender and using his speed and acceleration to take off. He's also very, very explosive off the line and, and he has great feet. So he's been working on that, obviously, with, with his pops. I think he's one of the most underrated wide receivers in this class and probably will continue to be so since he's in the Pac-12. You get the later games, all that stuff. You just don't get the same attention. It's not the same competition as, as SEC, but this guy, he, he's one to watch. And Brendan Rice has the pedigree. We know that. But he is a physical specimen, and he showed us some big playability right out of the gate. So let's continue to monitor this one. I got to stick with this 2023 draft eligible class again at the receiver position. And this is with Rome Odunze, six foot three, 205 pounds, same as Brendan Rice. He's out of Las Vegas, Nevada, though, four star recruit. Rome played with the earlier mentioned and new Oklahoma quarterback Michael Bowens at powerhouse Bishop Gorman. He just finished up his freshman season at the University of Washington, where they only played four games, and he appeared in all. He started in one of the games against Stanford, and that was his coming out party. He led all receivers with five receptions for 69 yards. Rome has the same straight line speed that we see from Brennan Rice, but Rome is much, much more fluid in the open field due to seemingly better hip flexibility. Hipstone lie, man. He further demonstrates this great hip flexibility for his size as he comes in and out of his breaks with speed and ease. His hands are soft and he has a chance to develop into the one of the best playmakers in the entire country, not just the Pac-12, in the country. All the tools are there and he'll be playing across from fellow talented true freshman wide receiver Jalen McMillan, who's much, much more popular when you're talking to the Debbie community. But I don't know if Jalen McMillan's better. And I'm a big fan of Jalen McMillan. I think they got two. Uh, potential superstars on one team with the University of Washington. The sky's a limit if 2024 eligible Sam Heward comes in, wins the job as he was the top rated pro style quarterback this year. So stay tuned to the University of Washington. Obviously, the coaching changed this year, but they only had four games to work it out. Not much of an offseason. The potential's there to have some stars. Let's see what's happening. As far as the choice between Brendan Rice and Rome, they're both same exact size are both the same draft class. I got to go with Odunze though. He just that that fluidity to his game is just a little bit a little bit better for me and, and I think it translates better to the NFL. But either way, Brandon Rice is on my radar. I'm paying attention. There's enough traits there that this guy could come out of nowhere. So don't hate on Rice, but it's Romo Odunze for me. Let's jump right into the tight end position. This one is fun. And now we're going to get Nevada really, really cranking and staying on the map after talking about Romo Dunze out of Nevada. 
Let's talk about 2023 draft eligible Darnell Washington, six foot seven and a half, 260 pounds. I'm talking about a football player. I'm not talking about a lineman. I'm not talking about an NBA player. This dude is just a beast out of Las Vegas. He attended Desert Pines there, five star, number one overall athlete last year. Everyone seems to forget about the physically imposing true freshman in Darnell. He just due to guys like Eric Gilbert, who I love, Michael Mayer, another stud in the class. But Darnell is just as scary on the field. It's not too often that a state's top overall prospect is a tight end. But when you're built like an NBA superstar power forward, maybe like Zion Williamson-like, that's what happens. Washington started in seven of the 10 games this year for Georgia. And although he started off slow from a production standpoint, he seemed to be featured more and more as the year went on, finishing with a season-high three catches in the Chick-fil-A Peach Bowl, including one that went for 38 yards. I think that really ramped up the Debbie community. Like, who is this guy if we weren't paying attention before? This is a, a, just a monster on the field. He is as imposing of a target as can be and will be a problem every time his team is in the red zone. He has great speed and movement for his size. And once he has the ball, he's super tough to bring down with his massive bulk advantage over DBs and linebackers in the middle of the field. In contested catch situations, that's where I love to watch him. He truly uses his basketball background and just goes up strongly secure the ball. just like it was a big time rebound. I'm looking forward to watching his improvement in the route running. As a scene to pick up towards the end of the year, which led to more targets, 2021 could be wheels up for Darnell, and he is somebody that absolutely needs to be on your radar to pair along with Michael Mayer and to pair along with Eric Gilbert. He is that good. I guess we just got to keep the Nevada love going. We're going to talk about 2024 draft eligible Maliki Mataveo. I could have totally slaughtered that name, but I think I got it. Six foot six, 240 pounds out of Henderson, Nevada. He's a four star. He is going to be attending the University of Oregon. He's a prospect to monitor and has a chance to earn that role early on with the talented Ducks team. Big time target who has plus athleticism for the tight end position. And he shows really strong hands in the jump ball situation. In high school, he was lined up all over the field, which is what you love to see from that tight end position. Shows off their athleticism, future potential. Maliki shows good speed and was able to stretch the middle of the field or line up on the outside and just create big-time mismatches as a wide receiver. I really like the fit with him going to Oregon. I've already talked about in previous episodes how many studs they're bringing in. This means Maliki's going to have a chance. If he wins that job or gets on the field early on, he's going to have a a chance to earn plenty of one-on-one matchups against linebackers. He's just going to exploit those matchups. And, you know, he's probably not going to put up crazy production because there is so many mouths to feed. But he's a guy to monitor and could be someone who's kind of sleepy along college, which you see a lot in the tight end position. There's just not features as as much as you see in the pros. But keep an eye for what he does with the ball. What does he do when he gets those targets? Does he improve on route running? Does he show consistency with the hands? Because six foot six, 240 pounds with athleticism, uh, that could be special. Let's see what happens. Now, I mentioned Darnell Washington. I mentioned Maliki. But six foot seven and a half. Come on, man. You already know it's Darnell Washington. That's my guy. He's going to be wearing the crown. I think he could be just as good as Eric Gilbert, just as good as Michael Mayer. He just brings a little bit different skill set. But from a production, from uh, you know how effective he can be on the field, this dude is a five star and he will stay that all the way until he gets into the NFL, whether it be the second round, first round, third round. I'm not sure, but he's going to be a beast for a long, long time. 
I'm glad you rocked with me. I'm glad you got to hear episode three from that Elite Region series. This was all about the desert life and hopefully it helped out a little bit. We continue to focus on these underclassmen. I'll tell you who I think is going to be the man who's going to be wearing the crown when it's all said and done. But it's now time to leave you with the quote of the show, as we always do. This one is from the late, great Nipsey Hussle. Sometimes people try to destroy you precisely because they recognize your power, not because they don't see it, but because they see it and they don't want it to exist. That one's huge, man. Don't bring people down. Don't let people bring you down. Trust in yourself. Believe in your vision. Keep pushing forward. Don't don't allow yourself to fall back. You know, just, you know, remember every time someone's hating on you for whatever reason, it means you're doing something right. It means you're doing something that is outshining people. Just lift people around you. I I appreciate you guys rocking with me. That's all we got this week. We're going to continue with this Elite Region series as we roll through this offseason. This feels good. We're just on a roll now. We're in the groove. We got a rhythm. Let's keep it going. But that's it for this week. Elite Seekers out.